Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. I have a testimony today about how so often the enemy is allowed to go so far but no further. So I was driving up to pray over a women's event in the DC area and I had had a lovely time. I had left a little bit later maybe than normal and I had built in some leeway. The uh, the larger group was going to meet somewhere else first and then go on to the restaurant. And I figured, no, I just need to plan to meet at the restaurant. But if I get a little bit of extra time in the town, I can write cards for people. Or anyway, just do whatever admin things I might need to do. And so I drove the strip. Middleburg, Virginia is beautiful and charming and is like any other tourist town. There's a lot of people coming in and going out. And um, usually, always in the past when I've needed to park, there have been two spots open, one after the other. So I could just pull in straight, which is really good because I am still deficient in my understanding of parallel parking. I think I have only had to do it once before. And I was expecting at the time, and I knew that I would need to do this. So I called a friend and asked her if she would please come to my prenatal appointment with me in order to help me parallel park. I mean, this is how uh, extreme of a challenge I view this in my life. So that would have been before my oldest was born. So literally 21 years ago at this point. And in all that time, I've been able to not have to parallel park. Well, in this case, there were no spots one after another. And I drove down and I drove back and I thought, yeah, I just don't like circling a town to find parking. So there was a public parking lot. So I turned down there and that one was completely full. It wasn't terribly large. I mean, we're talking maybe an extra 10 or 16 spaces or something. And so I kind of went, Lord, I don't know what to do. I'm, I genuinely feel stuck at this point. And I opened my eyes and realized right behind me on the outside of the parking lot, there was a street parking space with kind of like maybe parking driveway behind and before. So plenty of space to simply pull in. And I thought, oh, thank God I'm going there before anybody else does. And in my going, somehow by pulling out of the public space and then trying to turn around, I missed the fact that there was a very high curb I literally just couldn't see it because I was focused on where I was going and not where I actually was. It was a pretty dramatic bump. And I mean, growing up, my high school friends and I, we would always say, oh, our friend, the curb, anytime we'd run into the curb. It's not like I've never touched a curb before, but whether because I was going extra fast, which I don't think I was, but maybe so, um, it, it didn't feel like a normal, like my friend, the curb. It felt like my enemy, the curb. And so I managed to get into the parking spot, but the car was not responding the way it should have. And I thought, oh Lord, did I just completely crunch the entire corner of my car? Oh Lord, what do I do? And so I sat there for just a minute and thought, well, I I need to actually figure this out. I have about 25 minutes before the lunch begins and... I have about three days before I need to drive home. So what are my options? And I got out and I looked and my car was fine, but my tire was completely blown out, which I've never seen that before. That was quite dramatic. And so I stood there and thought, okay, my husband is probably six hours away, eight hours away 
because we both had gone in opposite directions that morning. Um, but my business partner is within 10 miles. So I called him no answer and no response to text. So I was standing there kind of like, well, I guess I'll just put on my makeup and get ready to go to lunch because what else am I going to do? When a woman, like I had turned to put on my shoes and a woman came up to me and she had a very chic ombre haircut, meaning, uh, kind of the gray where you're just letting it go gray because you treasure your grayness. And she was wearing a smock, sort of like she was a local artisan. And she said, did you blow out your tire? And I said, I did. And she kind of turned away to go like, oh, do you know what? And then she kind of turned back and said, oh, but do you know what to do then? Do you have AAA? And internally I thought, no, I don't have AAA. Like nobody has AAA. Is that even a thing anymore? And I said, no, I, I don't actually know what to do. I was just trying to assess my options. And she said, oh, well, if you look over there, that's Matt's shop. You can just go and talk to Matt and he'll help you. And I looked over and literally like, okay, so where my parking spot was, there was this space for one more car. Then there was a street and across the street was an automotive shop. I mean, like a hundred feet away. If I had a Frisbee, I would have been able to hit this building if I had aim. So I was like, oh, okay, thank you. And grabbed my purse and she went somewhere. I mean... I kind of wish I had watched to see if she had just materialized from nowhere or if she had just, and then just vanished. I don't know, but in any case, definitely feel like if she wasn't an actual angel, she was serving in the office of an angel. Thank God. So I went over, there was Matt talking to a customer about torn rotator cuff. And I said, can you look out the window? See that blue car? I just blew up my tire trying to park. I'm not the best parker. (laughs) And he was like, you know, if you drive it really slowly, you can just get it in here. I'll just put the donut on. And I was like, can you get me an actual tire? And he's like, just get the donut on for now. I don't have tires in the shop. So I brought it in and he fixed it. It took him like 20 minutes because he had all of the things. In the meantime, he was answering calls, helping people with their drop-offs. He was like a one-man multitasking machine, I'm telling you. Answering my questions, getting the spare out of the trunk, filling it up with air. And then he was like, you know, let me just go see if I can get the replacement in by before you have to leave. Because you shouldn't drive all that way without a spare. That's not safe. And so he put in the order. It will arrive the next day. He didn't let me pay him for his work today. He was like, oh, you can cover it tomorrow. And, uh... So I pulled back into the original parking spot and went on to my lunch. And I was completely on time. Like I was walking up at the same time the hostess was walking up. And so it was an example. I wouldn't want that to happen, but if it had to happen, it was okay. And we ended up having, (laughs) because I was surrounded with beautiful prayer people, we had a beautiful conversation around parallel parking and to release me to be able to feel what I'm supposed to do, that it's not something by sight, which was a great relief because I've always been very frustrated with myself. I just don't see it. I don't see the angles. And that ended up having prayer around like healing in a certain area of my marriage where because I don't see angles and Phil sees them perfectly, he would kind of think I was doing things to be a pill and I wasn't. I was just not seeing the angles. And so it was like, oh, forgive me for not being, not just not having that gift. Forgive him for not recognizing that I didn't have that gift. 
you know, these are, they're not big things, but they kind of feel big. And then I realized I go to pieces when somebody is right behind me and I have to make them wait. And there's, I think, depth and complexity to that. But part of that is to say, oh, I don't have to have a fear of man and I don't have to be impatient and I can be kind to other people when they're parking, if they're a little bit hesitant. And it's okay for me not to be able to do things right now because I've never been trained, but I can be trained. I can learn it. And so that was a lot. That was a lot to deal with in a moment of blowing out a tire, but a lot of good healing and some good tears. So that's my testimony. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) That you can use something as, I don't want to say wretched as a flat tire, as mundane as difficult, frustrating. Lord, thank you for the angel who came and told me where to go. (laughs) Oh, the beautiful thing I forgot to mention is that I had sent Bob a text after trying to call him and I just said, I need real help. (laughs) And I had just finished sending that text when the angel came and said, you need to go over here. Oh, thank you, Lord, for prayer, for real help when we need it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that I didn't even have to be late for lunch. Oh, and that to drive in and get a replacement tire as people are still arriving, it's just so (laughs) non-disruptive. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, thank you, Lord. We bless you. Amen.